Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe. Believe in Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. That's the one and only Detroit's number one sports podcasting network where we believe in the Detroit Lions and by the end of this episode, so will you. I mean, every week that goes by, I get more and more confident saying that because the Detroit Lions pulled off a blockbuster deal this weekend. It went down Saturday night. We got so much to talk about, the draft picks, the quarterbacks involved, the teams. It's a big show, and it's always a big show, because I know Mr. Blades, the one and only Benny Blades, number 36 for the Detroit Lions, hard-hitting safety, is here with me. I know he's got some things to say, and I know he's doing wonderful here on the podcast. Mr. Blades, how you doing this week? As usual, I'm just wonderful. <laughs> no more back aches this week, so I am doing wonderful. You, you're feeling good? You're feeling loose this week? Because I, I need you to bring that juice, Mr. Blades. I need you to bring those takes, those opinions, as you always do here on the show. Because Matt Stafford got dealt to the L.A. Rams. We got some draft picks back. Like I said... We're going to talk all about it. I want to know from you what your thoughts are. We're going to talk about what is the big plan from your boy and soon to be my guy, Brad Holmes, doing big things. What's the plan for this thing? What's the future look like for the Lions? We're going to talk about the NFL draft, how it impacts that, free agency, all that. But, Benny, before we do that, we got to get our great sponsor in here, and that's betonline.ag. Hey, Benny, the Super Bowl is here. I mean, You can get in on all the action on betonline.ag. I mean, tell me a little bit about what's been going on at the old pay window and and what's happening with with your bets. Are you thinking of making any bets with the Super Bowl right around the corner? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm, I'm really thinking about making a bet this week because you know why? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are making history. They're going to be the first team to play for a title on their home field. They're currently right now three and a half point underdogs against the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is going for back-to-back titles for the first time in two decades. So, guys, if you really want to, you can go to Bet Online has hundreds of props on the game, including game MVP, the margin of victory, and even the length of the national anthem. Oh my! Believe it or not. They do bet on that, so go to bet online. You, you got to go check out betonline.ag. I mean, they're always available online or on your mobile device. I mean, go visit betonline.ag today. I mean, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. B- Benny, I mean, you're just you're just bringing that that energy today. I absolutely love it. So I'm sitting there on Saturday. It's about 10, 10:30. You know me. 
Uh, I'm working my butt off on all my projects I'm trying to get going, football and otherwise. All of a sudden, I take a glance down at my phone. I see the LA Rams have traded. And, and the first thing I see is two first-round picks. So I'm fired up. I see a third-round pick. And then I had to squint a little bit because at the very bottom it said, and Jared Goff in exchange for Matt Stafford. I just want to know from you. I mean, I got opinions. We'll get all into it. But what was your first thoughts when you heard this, when you saw this? Where are you at with this blockbuster deal between the Lions and Rams? You know the sad part about it? I was doing a elementary school track meet. I was just helping the kids out, you know, being the starter for the day. You know, I mean, these kids really don't know much about running track. And so... I look at my phone, I'm getting all these text messages. I'm like, okay. And so, of course, <laughs> the last one I get, Matthew Stafford is out. <laughs> and, and that's how that's exactly how he put it. All capital letters. Stafford is out of Detroit. So what do I do? I give him a call up. I said, What's up, Eric? Manny, you are wrong. Matthew Stafford is out of there. So <laughs> I had to hear him. Now, mind you, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be the starter of an elementary school track meet. He's <laughs> giving me all the heck in the world. You were wrong. I told you we we're going to get rid of him. I said, bro, 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 take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> what did we get for Matthew Stafford? <laughs> he didn't even know. He didn't care. All he wanted was the kid out of there. So... <laughs> When you text me later on that day, I said, okay, here we go. I'm going to have to hear this on the show. I know you're the GM of the show. I'm just a lonely player. I don't know what I'm talking about, but Derek, I'm going to tell the people you were right. Now, let's <laughs> move on from that. <laughs> Benny, this seems to be a, a reoccurring thing on the show of you you telling me how right I am. I mean, I, I don't know what the big argument was. Like, what was it, a week to, to the day almost that the team and the quarterback came up and said they're mutually agreeing. So you should have put your buddy in his place and said, I mean, there wasn't any uh, issue. Nobody was thinking he was going to stay. It was just what were we going to get for him? And the Lions cashed in big with those first rounders. I mean, more than I would have expected, to be quite honest. For, uh, I mean, you tried to do your own soundbite uh, there, Benny, but l let me help you out a little bit. I mean, that was more than we thought we'd get for, uh, you know. Stafford! <laughs> I mean, I was just blown away that we got that much for, you know, number nine. Stafford! But, I mean, I'm right. I, I couldn't have pulled off a better deal if I was the GM. So Brad Holmes, I know you're still considering me for a position. You know, you're still got my resume under consideration there uh, for helping you out. You know, if you need some coffee, you need me to run to the airport. Like you couldn't have done better. I mean, I couldn't have done better. That's, that's a haul. The picks, the, the quarterback and, and Matt Stafford's going to a place he likes. I mean, it's a place that's got, um, you know, the offense already ready to go. I heard somebody saying they got a great offensive line. Last time I checked, I mean, they can be Swiss cheese at times in the offensive line and they got no picks till, I don't know, the next millennium. So it's going to be hard to replenish over there, but I think you'll do well, but Benny, I couldn't have been more excited for our lions. We believe in the lions. I B L E A V and Brad Holmes now because this was tremendous. 
But I want to throw it back to you on Jared Goff. Like, this is the big thing with Lions fans, people in Detroit, kind of like, ah, Jared Goff, I don't know. I don't really like him. He kind of hasn't played that well. I want to hear what you think, and then I'll give my uh, expert GM opinion. What do you think about Jared Goff coming to the Lions? Well, to me, he's still a considerably young guy as far as the game of football is concerned. Um, we still have a chance to, to mold this young man. And I'm, I'm sure our general manager knows, Mr. Holmes knows his guy inside and out because, hey, he signed him to a huge deal when he was out at the Rams. And so we have, what, I think he has four years remaining on that contract and we're he's coming to a team where i think you can probably put our offensive line and their offensive line in the same category and he's proven that he can still throw the ball down the field so if matthew stafford doesn't go out to la i mean they kept talking about him not having a defense in detroit i get it Okay, he's going out now with arguably the best defensive line. Aaron Donald is no joke, so I'm just comparing the two right now. Um, It's no joke. He has the best secondary in the game of football, you know, which includes Jalen Ramsey. And so there's no way Matthew Stafford goes out there if he lays an egg he would have laid the same egg in Detroit. Now, Jerry Goff, we get to get uh, extra third-round pick, and I'll get to who I hope we'll pick with that third-round pick if he's there. But we get an extra pick in, the, in, in this year's draft. And so, in my opinion, my humble opinion, Derek, if we can get and we stay at number seven, that's our pick order, right? We're number seven. Now, if we stay there, it all depends if we sign back Kenny Galladay. If we don't sign him back by the draft, I mean, you could say how you feel about it, Mr. GM, but I, I say we pick the kid, Devontae Smith, out of Alabama. He's Mr. <laughs> Lightning in a bottle, like I said last week. Now, <laughs> And we still can pick up our edge rusher. I think one of those guys from Miami will be there in the sec- high second round. And so, to me, it's a win-win. Now, what leadership Jared Goff is going to bring to the Detroit Lions, <laughs> I don't really know because I, I, don't, I don't think he was that vocal leader for the LA Rams. And that's why him and the head coach (laughs) didn't see eye to eye. I mean, if he threw, you know, an interception, he didn't take responsibility for that. That's something that is gonna have to change from day one. You have to be responsible for your actions and you have to come to Detroit and be a leader. Because if not, just me being a humble fan, we're going to run you right out of town. <laughs> That's just my opinion, Mr. GM. 
I I hear you. Now I, I'm I'm debating if we should just close up the show because I asked you about Jared Goff. I think you you got about 18 topics in there, Mr. Blades. Uh, you basically covered the whole show well, there in your in your take. I don't know where we go from here, but um, you, you know, you had a lot of <laughs> you had a lot of good content there. You didn't. You kind of got back to my question about Goff, but I'll give you my opinion, the GM's opinion on on Jared Goff. Here's the thing: when I first saw it, I didn't like it. I was just like, I knew his contract was big. Um, not not a favorite of mine, but n- not a not a slouch either. Like you know, people were telling me, "Oh, I'd love to see a year Chase Daniel. We'll just tank." I I, I would love to bring in Fitz Magic. I'm thinking, I don't want to see either of those guys playing 16 games for the Detroit Lions. Now, am I intrigued to see Jared Goff play those games? Yeah, I am to some degree. Now, I've went on my other show, the Detroit Kool Aid Cast. You can find that on your favorite podcast platform, and said he's like Matt Stafford light to me. I mean, this guy, he can make throws. He can also make mistakes like you hinted on. He's not that big leader. He had his struggles towards the end. Him and the coach had issues. That's all fine and well. I'm not expecting him to be this end-all, be-all leader, but you could do much, much worse as a quarterback, especially like while you're rebuilding the roster. You know, this guy was picked number one overall for a reason. So he's got good feet. He can make throws. He has to cut down on the turnovers, all the things that you're looking for from a guy. So, I mean, the more and more I thought about it, I was like to get him as kind of the add on. And we not only got him as an add on to play quarterback at, okay, you can say 28, 25 million. That's a lot of money. That's really kind of the the going rate or in the middle of the pack now when it comes to, to quarterbacks. And so if he comes in and overproduces, that's going to look great. If he plays horrible, you can get out of it after this year with really no problem. Um, If you want to keep him for two years, you could even do that and still get out very easily. So I think this was a stroke of genius by Brad Holmes. He got him basically as a throw-in, as you said. This is Brad Holmes' boy. Like, he wanted him in the draft. Uh, You know, he was probably a big proponent of them giving him this big deal, which is kicking in this year. So... He's happy, and oh, by the way, he played the Rams basically against themselves, talking about Carolina and all these other teams. And so to get Jared Goff as the quote-unquote throw-in, like, they give us another first-round pick, Benny. (laughs) Those are like absolute gold (laughs) first-round picks the next two years. So I I love this on so many levels. I have a little bit of trepidation, a little bit of worry about Jared Goff, but not that much. I, I feel pretty dang good about it. Well, I, I think the thing is what we need to surround Jared Goff with. I mean, he's he's still, in my opinion, a younger version of Matthew Stafford. And uh, we just got to get the swizzle some touches. Oh, got to no find doubt. a way to incorporate him into the game plan. There's no question. Like, you got to give him the football. You brought up last week, again, an astute point by you, just a tremendous pull. Deuce freaking Staley is now the running back coach, one of the most respected running back coaches in the game, a guy that I think is going to get the absolute best. And, man, I love that. Now you're even stealing my nicknames. You're calling him D-Swizzle, and, and I absolutely love it because he's going to be absolutely tremendous in 2021 and beyond. I, I you got to get this guy the football. Dan Campbell. Uh, I mean, our guy, Dan Campbell, you know what he is. You've had enough of that. 
He's had enough of, of running D swizzle up the middle in a cloud of dust. He said, I want to get him out on the edges, run him against linebackers. I mean, match him up on those safeties like Benny Blades, where he can maybe take advantage of him a little bit in the pass game, even though like in the run game, you know, he don't want to mess with them too much. So it's like, yeah, you got to get him the football. I think a big year is coming from him. But like you say, the, these picks are gold. Jared Goff is fine, especially where we're at now as a team. Absolutely love this. It's 2021. There are self-driving cars, plant burgers, and tourists in space. The least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See AT&T.com slash 5G for you for details. I love you, it. You don't sound very fired up, Benny. I, I need that. I need that juice today. Like the Lions made the biggest move in my lifetime, and you're sitting there sleeping on me. What's going on over there? You heard what you just said. In your lifetime, <laughs> T- tell me yeah. a bigger move than this, because I can't remember it. Drafting Barry was big, but that doesn't count. Out, this is. I, I, no, I'm gonna throw out one name, and I'm sure everybody. In who's a avid Detroit Lions fan will say, Oh, don't bring him up. We got a guy in the name of name Scott Mitchell. Did, did you just really bring up Scott Mitchell as a as a huge move for the Lions? I, I mean, you know how many people just turned off I, the show, look, Benny? No, no, I I really did because we just why. lost listeners because of that. No. <laughs> Here's what I like about this whole trade. Okay. Now go third, back to go back to Scott Mitchell. Up. I want to hear your Scott Mitchell take. Go back to that. Or no, no. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that guy. You were listen. going somewhere with that. Where were you going with that? I, I know. I, I was trying to. I just don't hope this don't end up being another Scott Mitchell deal. Ah, okay. okay? That's where you were going. Okay. I'll what let I, that what slide. I like about what I like about this deal, we get a third-round pick this year. We get an extra first-round pick the next two years. So I can deal with that. Even like you said, even if he's bad for the first two years, we have a way to get out of this. We have an extra first-round pick the next two years. So, so, so Benny, let me ask you this I, I, as a follow-up. Go ahead. I'm not going to beat up on this guy too much because I, I don't because I believe so much in the Lions, <laughs> and I, I it's me. It's all about the Honolulu, Honolulu and Blue. Okay, right. I know he came from a team that wore that wore that ugly powder blue crap, but you know what I mean. Now, yeah, but now hold on. No. Don't don't disrespect those new Rams jerseys. Those are fire right there. The helmets, the those sand jerseys, those oh. are sweet. Oh, oh, you don't, don't like, like those? I, I mean like they're that. not the they're not throwbacks. They're not the blue with the block letters and the and the pre, plain, plain gray helmet, but those are some crazy LA uniforms. I like them a lot. I got a few friends that hate them, but for me, those are those things are on point. So I, I got to dig deep with you here, Mr. Blades, because you sound really down about Jared Goff. I, I'm not 
his biggest fan by any means. But I, I think you're missing the GM side of this about how strategic this was to get him a guy that Brad Holmes knows so well, a guy that's already paid, a guy that, uh, you know, can play some football. He's been, do, do you want me to run some stats here for you, Mr. Blades, and kind of give you the, the rundown? I don't need, look, 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 look. Here's the only stat I need when it comes to quarterbacks. <laughs> See, people throw out all of these huge numbers and all these huge – and then you look at the, the record. I care about wins and losses. A quarterback can throw for 800 yards, and he has an L. That, don't, that, don't, that, that doesn't impress me anymore. Okay. Not in today's game. That does not uh, – that, that does not impress impress me you want to impress me throw for 200 yards and give me a w you want to impress me throw for 700 yards and a w you want to impress me just get a w however it comes (laughs) when it comes to quarterbacks that's what you're based on wins and losses I'm with you there, but I'm also very confused because (laughs) it's week after week on the show where you'd bring up Matt Stafford all day, every day. Last time I checked for all the people that love Matt Stafford, respect him. I got respect for him. I liked him as our quarterback. He's the antithesis of what you just said. He putting up all these numbers, never getting us W's, never getting us playoff wins, never getting us anything. Jared Goff's been to what? Played five years. He's probably been to the playoffs four out of those five. He's been to a Super Bowl, Benny. You know what that is? We don't even know what that is in Detroit. He's been I to a know. Super Bowl. He I almost know. almost won it. He's been to two Pro Bowls. He's got, he's got the same type numbers as as Matt Stafford, your boy Stat Padford, and you're over here telling me about quarterback Ws. I, we don't even know what those are here in Detroit the past two decades. So I'm with you. He's got to win, okay. but let's uh, look okay. at some numbers and compare but, uh, the two, and they're they're relatively similar. Heard what you just said? They're relatively similar. Here's what Mr. Golf <laughs> had when he was in L.A. He had a running game called who? And they got rid of him. I might even call the guy's name. Todd they got Gurley. rid of him. Todd Gurley's knees fell off. No, no, no. I said I, I said I said I was not going to call his name. Yeah. They had a defense that put no, no, no. They had a defense. I don't call any of those guys' names when they went to the Super Bowl. That did what? Elevate his game because they kept giving him what? Touches of the ball, touches of the ball. We haven't had a top-tier defense, Mr. GM, in how long? I don't even know when the last time we had a top-tier defense. Since you played, we had you one defense all those that was elements. decent, but we haven't had much since 36 and 54 were out there before my time. So, Mr. Golf is going to need all of these elements to be a factor. Because if we're just going stats and stats, Matthew, I mean, Matthew Stafford is loving where he's going. Yeah, that's so, what I say. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw this guy up under the bus. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm just loving the fact that they gave us an extra third and two first. I'm loving that. You gotta, you gotta love the draft Good. picks. But l- let me drill down on this quarterback. So, 
Do you think Matt Stafford's going to go out to the LA Rams, which right now, as of this season and probably next year, has a really good defense. They got two running backs that I like, Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. Daryl, as I call him. They've got Cooper Cup. They've got Robert Woods. They've got Van Jefferson, who's an up-and-coming beast at the wide receiver position. Um, Higby at tight end. Like I say, kind of a skeptical offensive line. Tell me what Matt Stafford's going to do with the L.A. Rams, Benny. Put put it on the table right now. What's he going to do out there? Light it up, win a Super Bowl, win some playoff games, or do what he did here at when the lights were brightest and that was come up a bit shot? I'm not saying he's going to go out there and win a Super Bowl. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you no. mean? Everybody else is saying it. That's the expectation. No, no, no. <laughs> And that's why I, I keep trying to tell people, pump the brakes, pump the brakes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he still has to win that division out there, okay? That's that's number one. He it's has to tough win that division. division. And, I, and I think, yeah, tough division every year, okay? Now, is he going to win more games than he did last year in Detroit? I think the defense will hold him in a lot more ball games than our defense did. So, Benny, come on now. You got to come stronger than that. The Lions won five games, and we had the worst defense in the history of the franchise. I'm pretty sure he's going to win more than five, and that defense is going to be better than that Swiss cheese we watched. I can pretty much guarantee that. And that's why I said I'm not. I'm not gonna put a number on him right right now because you got to you got to, you got to realize the Rams defensively they pride themselves on being as nasty as the players that they. I mean, how many times? And I'm glad Brad Holmes is here with us now. Have they said, okay, I need this guy? Jalen Ramsey from Jacksonville. I don't care what it takes. I need him to be an anchor corner so I don't have to worry about that side of the field. And they went out and they made it happen. Yeah, I'm that's all That's all they do is, is give away picks for players. That's their, that's their strategy. I, I would never do it as a GM. I think it's foolish, to be honest. To do what? To just you go out go, and get a guy that you need? Just go say, I got to have this corner and give up two ones and pay him unbelievably. I, I wouldn't be in that business. Well, in today's game, I, what, what, what did over 54 say? Unless you have edge rushers and corners in today's game, <laughs> you ain't winning. The Miami Dolphins went from the bottom feeders in the NFL. They got two of the highest paid corners in the NFL, and they went from the bottom feeders to in the top eight defensively. You need corners in this game. There's no way around it. Mr. Blades, now you mentioned the Miami Dolphins, but I'm assuming you'll bring them up later in the show, but I might as well get this bid in since you said Miami. We, we got to get that in at least once a show, but I, I'm with you on corners. I'm with you on edge rushers. The thing that we butt heads about is that 
You think I don't want to pay anyone. And and my thing is just there's other ways to acquire players than to just give up your whole. They haven't had a first round pick in like seven years. And are they doing okay right now? Yeah, but all this stuff comes back to bite you when you're looking at all your money tied up in a quarterback, a corner, a defensive tackle, and some some wide receivers. I mean, good luck, good luck sustaining that for the next four years. So, I I can't believe you're you're not standing up for your boy Matt Stafford either, Benny. You come on here every week and talk so highly of him. He goes out to L.A. and you're like, I don't know, I don't want to put anything on, I don't want to say. Like that surprises me. No. No, because here's why. Here's why. I love the kid for what he's done for us for the last 12 years. He's a proven, okay, and I, I can't call him a winner because we didn't win. He, he's, a, he's a throwback quarterback. Whether he was hurt, sick, didn't matter. He went out and he played. He, he laid it all on the line for the Detroit Lions. I got to respect him for that. If nothing else, I got to respect him for that. Because you and I both know there's a lot of players in that locker room who their toe was hurt and they missed eight games. (laughs) So if nothing else, my heart bleeds for a person who goes out and gives it his all. Win, lose, draw, it don't matter. The kid gave it his all up until the last play. And yeah, I'm not. I, I I never want to sing his swan song. I yeah, because he reminded me too much of throwback quarterbacks, throwback players, grit, grit and grind. Just go out and put it on the line. That's what the kid did. Now, do do I secretly, in the back of my mind, want him? To go out and play well, of course. I have nothing against Matthew Stafford. I want him to go out and improve that organization. Now, if he if he happens to play my Lions, oh no, I want him to bust him right upside his head <laughs> because it's my Lions. Right. I, I guess I'm just so, telling you that everybody's I mean, so excited about him going to L.A. with Sean McVay and all these weapons and the defense, the run game. You sound like you're going to wait and see. And if it starts working out hot in the beginning, you're going to you're going to do it. And then and then you sound like you're you're really off the map, not going to support Jared Goff. And if he starts playing bad, you're going to crush him here on the show. And I'm more of like root for Stafford. He's probably going to do pretty well. I'm still a little skeptical that he's going to win at the highest level. And then. Yeah, I want Jared Goff to do well here because I feel like he's the guy for the next year or two. So that's where I'm at. Derek, why why wouldn't I want Jared Goff to come here and do well? As much as I love the Lions. I mean, you don't sound yeah. very excited, Benny. You were you were hemming and hawing through no, the first no. part of the show. Like, uh, if you no. want to support the guy, no. support the guy. No. <laughs> I, I brought up the other quarterback's name for a reason. Okay, we were doing extremely well with Eric Kramer. Then they brought in this other guy. And so (laughs) I I don't want to be too hot on Jerry Goff. And I don't I I don't want to be too low on the kid. But man, I just know it takes more than a quarterback to win in today's 
league. It, it, it really does. You could throw out special teams because I had to concede to that to you early in the evening. That, that, that's the face of the game. They could just throw out. Just put the ball on 30 and go from there. Was, was that one of the other times that I was – was that one of the other times I was right, Benny? Was that, no, was that one of those you were times? wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. Man, just I'm just stacking up these W's here on the show, but like, so we're all over the map here. We gotta we gotta bring this back together, Benny. Like, here's where we sit. Anybody that has uh, any sense of football loves the draft picks. Those are great draft picks to get for a 33 year old quarterback that pretty much you know half of Detroit was ready to move on from anyway. The other half thinks the guy can do no wrong and he's gonna just be the MVP of the league and win a Super Bowl next year. So we were ready to move on anyway. For the most part, we got a first, a first, and a third. We also spread those out, so let the GM come back into the podcast for a minute. Me. Uh, the, spreading those picks out is another stroke of genius by Brad Holmes because if you just got the eighth pick from Carolina this year, okay, we get two really good players. We're not ready to win right now. We're, we, we need to see what Jared Goff can do. We need to see what big of a step DeAndre Swizzle takes next year. We need to see if TJ... Hawkinson can ball out like he did this year and make a Pro Bowl. I mean, we got to let this these new guys breathe as well as add new talent. So the fact that Brad Holmes is like, no, 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 don't give me a 2021 draft pick. I'll take 2022, 2023. And most people are like, why would you do that? The Rams are going to be deep in the playoffs. Those are going to be in the 20s. First of all, the 20s, you're going to get a blue chip player no matter what, unless you have no clue, like, I don't know, Bob Quinn, and, and you swing and miss on a bunch of draft picks. And who, for all we know, if they stumble or if Matt Stafford gets hurt or Jalen Ramsey falls down, their their team is going to somewhat crumble. And that could pick could be up in the top 15, top 10 before you know it in one of those years. So I feel like they can wait on a quarterback. All their options are open. If Jared Goff plays amazing, that's tremendous. If he's a complete bum, I'm not worried about it either because we were going to probably be playing a bum at quarterback this year anyway. So I, I can't lose in this deal, Mr. Blades. I'm fired up. Like... What a deal. I mean, where do we go from here? Let me pitch it to you. Do you feel like this has been all part of the plan all along for Brad Holmes? Do you think this sort of came along all of a sudden? What do you think the plan is for this team without giving too much away? Because we know you got 54 on speed dial, so you don't have to give that away. But do you feel good about this plan right now? What what did Mr. Holmes say when he got here? We're going to build this team through what? The draft. So my favorite quote of all time. And I did, and I did tell you. You want to hear my second favorite quote? Oh, I'm sorry to jump in on you, Benny. You want to hear my second favorite quote for the Lions? I, I've had enough of this. You've had enough of that. <laughs> that or or this is a close second or third. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. <laughs> That's Dan freaking Campbell, everybody. Sorry, Mr. Blades. Go ahead. I had to get that in, too. Well, I'm glad you got that in because, like you said, <laughs> we got to build this thing through the draft with old-school, nasty players that want to come in and they want to create something. I agree. Anytime you build through the draft, you got to have like-minded people. And the only way you can get like-minded people is rookies that become second-year guys 
that teach the rookies that are coming in. And next thing you know, by the time that rookie that you're bringing in this year, he's a fourth-year guy, he's chomping at the best. He wants to win so bad. He's not going to allow that his fourth year, that rookie to come in and derail this train that's going the right way. See, a lot of times when you get these free agents, they don't care that they're for the money now. They bypass that rookie contract. Now they want $12 million a year when they deserve four. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm loving the fact that he's he's building it with these young guys that want to come in, they want to win. And like I said, he can spread it out. Uh, here's my here's my conspiracy theory. Here's what I think really went down. I think that that Brad Holmes was chomping at the bit to get a GM job. I think McVeigh, Les Snead, all the guys in L.A. were completely done with Jared Goff for personal reasons and because he turned the ball over a little too much. Mr. Blades, I think this might have been going down before the hire. I feel like there was some some back channels that happened. I feel like this had been in the works, and all it was was sort of getting it out in the public, crossing a few eyes, making a few other teams bid just to move the move it up a little bit, get people a little worried. I think this has been in the works for quite a while, and I think it was executed excellently by Mr. Holmes. And what you called him a future Ozzie Newsome. This is a hell of a move to put on his resume as his first move for, as a GM and as GM of the Detroit Lions. My biggest thing is, Mr. Holmes, don't go out there and, and package a, two first rounders to move up and get a player you like. Hold on to those picks. Do what you said. Do what Benny just quoted. Build through the draft one player at a time. Take stud athletes with good character for the most part. I wouldn't mind a few dogs in there that can really do some things, even if they got a couple issues, <clears throat> Michael, Mike, Micah Parsons. Um, but just build one player at a time. Take <laughs> take studs at, at positions of need and and just build this thing right, man. Like I, I think it's just tremendous. I think we can go get our quarterback anytime in the next two to three years. We don't have to do it now based on the moves you made. I mean – I'm just fired up. Miss Benny, I'm throwing it back to you. You kind of teased earlier in the show that you were going to drop a third round pick on us out of nowhere, which I don't know how you got a third round pick target at this point when I'm trying to get you up to speed on your, your, your guys from, uh, you know, I'm trying to give you tape and we're trying to do some sessions on, uh, those guys from the U if, if, if I could find the sound bite, which is somewhere here, I'm going to, I'm going to get to it. You know, I'm going to fit it in again. <laughs> So, so you said you got a third-round pick in your back pocket that the Lions might need to look at. I mean, I got a sinking, a little suspicion that he might be from that U. Do you, do you want to give that nugget right now and kind of break down how you would go about the draft both this year and maybe in the future? I can't wait to hear it. No, I, I don't want to give that nugget. I don't want to, you know, give away that third-round pick right now. But next week's show, you're going to be like, wow. <laughs> and no, I can tell you right now, he's not for my beloved you because Brevin Jordan, in my opinion, is going to be the second tight end off the board. That kid is. <laughs> so he, he'll he be a second round pick. Greg Rousseau. Greg Rousseau, okay, is going to be gone. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know where Quincy Ro- Roche is going to end up. By about the third you know, round. 
what? Third, third, fourth round pick. No. No. What do you mean, no? No. No. <laughs> That's going to no. be another one I'm But I think on. if he's there. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're going to have to apologize no. for that one when he goes no. in the third round now. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But, hey, Derek. Yes. Would sir. it be lovely if he is there? That would be lovely. But that's not the third round pick I'm talking about. He he had a nice run at the That's not the kid I'm talking about. Mr. Blades, you know how I can tell you're becoming a podcast just uh, extraordinaire? When you're dropping teases on the people like that, I mean, you're you're not even going to give away the content. You got to make people come back next week right here on Believe in Lions for that content. Now, that's a professional right right there. All right, so well, Derek, I'm 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 learning this whole podcast thing from you. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying to help you out on the GM side. Now, I I respect and appreciate your player's view. You're also now a broadcasting professional. I mean, it, everybody knows you're the star of the show, Mr. Blades. I, I'm just here steering the ship, trying to get us through our content. We've been a little bit all over the place today, which is great. I love doing that. Let's 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 bring it back a little bit. Close out the show the right way. So we talked about the picks. The players, the uh, future. We talked a little bit about the NFL draft. Benny, last time I looked, it's early February. Free agency is the beginning of March. So what are you kind of thinking with the Detroit Lions when it comes to free agency? Um, Are they going to just spend no money because they know this is a total building year? Do you see them going in big on a player or two? Do you see them going after some of the premier positions like you mentioned, corner, edge rusher? Um, how do you see free agency going down this year for the Lions? Well, you know, right now, I, I really don't think uh, there's anybody out there that I know of who's a huge name that we really ought to spend a crap load of money on. I just think, you know, we ought to take care of some of our players in-house that, you know, sure up those contracts before they start being – going to places and getting entertained by GMs of other teams and <laughs> we, we lose them and we can't match the dollar amount that's being out there. I just think we ought to take care, you know, the players that we really ought to think should be a part of this group, uh, building process. Benny, we're going to do a free agent show. I'll have lists for every position you want to name that we'll go through of who who's out there. Lots of interesting targets. I'm kind of in the mode of just not spending that much, but you do need to field an exciting, interesting team at least, even if they don't put up a ton of W's in 2021. And you got to build. You can't just like start building in 2022, and you got to start laying some groundwork now. So we'll talk about those names, but I want to put the GM hat on you for, for two questions here. To, to bring us home. Benny Blades, are you bringing back Kenny Galladay at a big price tag at receiver? If you don't want to say, I you don't have, have to. to. Really, really, really. No, I, I, I have to entertain that because there's, I would have to look at the free agency list to find out who's really out there, who's, Better than what I have. I mean, Kenny Galladay, you know, his name is starting to be kicked around by a lot, a lot of people that he can improve their roster. So I, I, I think I, I really have to take a hard look at that 
and see if we can keep that guy in Detroit. <laughs> All right. That's a completely ride the fence answer by you. Here, here's what I think is going to happen with Mr. Galladay. Of course. That's what most GMs do, Mr. GM. Okay, well, not me. I'm a bold GM. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to have some really nice conversations with Kenny. I think they're going to have some contract negotiations with Kenny. I think everybody's going to be on decent terms, much better terms than under Matt, Patricia, and Bob Quinn. And they're not going to be able to work out a deal, so they're going to slap that old franchise tag on Kenny. And he's going to be... I with that because that's going to be 18 million instead of like the 1 million that he's been making. But I think Brad Holmes and company uses that franchise tag to then ship Kenny Galladay to another team and collect more draft capital. Benny, that, that's my bold prediction right now on Mr. Galladay. I don't see him being here, but I also don't see in them just letting him walk. You, you need to make that power play and get something for him. I'd be all for that move for the lions. I also want to put you in the spot of what do you do with Romeo Okwara, Benny, the the defensive end. His brother's here. He had a hell of a year. Are you keeping him? Are you paying him? Are you letting him ride off into the sunset? These are tough decisions when you're the GM, Mr. Blades. I mean, you got to make the tough calls. That's why they pay you the big bucks. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry that his brother is here, but I, I I can't I can't pay him the 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 money that those edge rushers are getting. I cannot pay him that. I have to let him ride off into the sunset. See, there is... there are edge rushers in this draft that I could get. I I, I think you're you right there. You want my bowl Okay, yeah, I, I like it. I also like it because it's the absolute opposite of what I'm going to tell you right now, which is I think you can sit down with uh, Romeo and you can be like, hey, your brother's here. You know you want to team up with your brother. We we want to compensate you for what you did. But you you, you, you we all know, you know, wh- who the elite, the top of the elite guys are, and, and you have a lot of potential. But we think you slot in Ray here, and they give him like, you know, uh, the the top guys are making that ridiculous money. The lower guys making nothing. Slot him in the middle there. Nice contract, you know, four years, 10, 12 million with some bonuses. And uh, the guy is so young and so athletic and he has a great attitude. He has all the things I'm looking for as a GM. So I'm trying what I can to keep Mr. Okwara while I leverage Mr. Galladay into some more draft capital. That's what I'm doing. That's why I love the show, because we differ on things like that. We'll see what the Lions do. I'm really curious to see what they do with those two players. So, Benny, we've talked about a lot today. I mean, I was real hyped to do this show. You started off a little slow on me, but you got rolling. I had to get you fired up a little bit, and uh, you had some great opinions as well. This is a huge show, a huge day, a huge week for the couple weeks for the Detroit Lions, trading their franchise quarterback getting more draft capital than I've had as a fan, you know, two first rounders in the next two years, um, lots of things going in the right direction. I mean, I B L E A V in the lines, Benny, how about you? I will forever in a day believe in the Detroit <laughs> lions because why it's just like you believe in the amazing blue. <laughs> oh, I, I will forever and a day believe in my maize and blue.
let's go blue. Like we got to get those, yeah, those Wolverines see, I, and those Hurricanes to together. I mean, <laughs> we got to make that happen. Still, T- talk to Mr. Reed, would you please? I'm going to talk to Mr. Reed because you see how, what it was two years ago. Everybody wanted Miami to play Alabama. It's happening. The first game of next season. So, if I can get the the amazing blue and the Hurricanes can talk. Hopefully in about two years, we'll put each other on the schedule. And, you know, and we'll we'll see. You won't be singing hell to the victors. <laughs> uh, Benny, we'll, I got to turn be my... all about that you. <laughs> <laughs> we got to turn my college team around, just like Brad Holmes, Chris Spielman, John Dorsey, Sheila Ford Hamp are turning around our Detroit Lions. I mean, this has been a fun show. I'm really excited about everything that's going on. I mean, they still got to do it on the field. You know, hopefully Jared Goff plays well, and hopefully they they build a sneaky team around them uh, this upcoming year because I'm keeping my season tickets. I'm back on board. Dan Campbell and company won me back. And uh, like I say, I'm always going to be LEAV in the Lions. So, Benny, if you don't got anything else, I'm going to close up the I'm, show. I'm going to tell you why. I'm a, but before we go there, let me tell you another reason why I believe in the Detroit Lions. Go ahead. Because I've had enough of that. <laughs> oh, Benny, you, you caught me napping. I mean, I, I can I can help you with that. You've had enough of that shit. <laughs> We've had enough of that losing. You've had enough of that <laughs> We've had enough of the quarterback that we used to have for t- a decade plus. You've had enough of that shit. And we had enough of not having multiple first-round picks. Ain't that right, Dan Campbell? You've had enough of that shit. Exactly. So, Benny, let's go ahead and get people. We'll get back here next week on Believe in Lions. You've already teed up a draft surprise. I'm sure you got some other tricks up your sleeve. You're probably going to yell at me about something or tell me I'm, I'm wrong, even though I'm right. You know, we'll probably do all that next week. But everybody... You got to believe in the Lions. You got to be fired up about this team. I know everybody's been subscribing. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform. We really appreciate everybody following the show. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Derek Oakery, D E R E K O K R I E. And everybody knows you can find Mr. Blades at Benny Blades 36. Go give us a follow. Hit that subscribe button on the show. And we'll catch you guys next Thursday, right here on Believe. B-L-E-A-V and lines right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. Take care, everybody. We are out. Yep. One break. One break. Stafford. One break. One break. I believe. I believe. I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm a darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe. I believe. I believe. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.